tuning in to our public channel at t.me slash disability aid slash 511. Being abled is a form of being disabled. Today on this intuitive public radio, we are discussing some challenging subjects. Where do you sit with this? Many years have been the length of our experiences encountering this discussion and not knowing how to have it. Is this another artificial binary with which we are being pelted? What is disablement? What is disability? And what is able-bodiedness? Are any of these words applicable in the ways we've been taught? Early in our adventuring, we discovered what is called the social model of disability. And the social model of disability describes a major difference in our understanding of what is disability, where we were overwhelmingly instructed that disability meant there was something wrong, but it couldn't be addressed, and or we didn't know why. And as it turns out, the real cause of disability is where we are all wittingly or unwittingly disabling one another, and then failing to address the circumstances in front of us or the circumstances in our midst, often deeply interconnected with invisible elements of all our environment. This is one reason that human trafficking organizations target communities for certain kinds of disablement because it can be done in such a way that no one knows where it's coming from or what to do about it. When it comes to this idea of being able-bodied, there is a threshold being created where if you cross that threshold, you're disabled. And if you don't cross that threshold, you're able-bodied. But bodies are more complex than can be described through such a simplistic binary. People's experiences are deep and storied. People 
have many different experiences that have brought them to where they presently are. And what it means to have one's functions disabled is a big, deep conversation for any individual to have. Every individual experience of disablement is very different and every individual's experience of being able-bodied is different, profoundly different. So that when our communities are being ambiently, environmentally targeted with neurological disablement that causes problems in thinking more broadly, more comprehensively, thinking in greater detail, being able to hold all the details in your head. If you are surrounded by messaging that highlights the mistakes and abuses of so-called able-bodied people, you might not find explanations beyond that that your cognition can hold on to, especially if there are neurotoxins and endocrine disruptors everywhere (laughs) and there's no getting away from them. And by the way, we're being lied to about them and or accurate information is very hard to get a hold of. And so when we are able to really remember to apprehend our real circumstances, we are not surprised if we can't think clearly and if problematic influences seem to have a pretty easy time catalyzing trigger responses and putting people in situations where they feel very upset and they're not able to find a way to take effective action. It profoundly benefits human trafficking organizations for us to turn against one another in any and every way. So when they target communities, there are a lot of different layers of ways that groups and individuals can be targeted. It's very prolific, this thing where we are pointed at one another and have our blame mechanisms activated. Because once this happens, a body in severe stress, a body that is experiencing major physical survival threat, the body may not be able to leave that loop if the body thinks it's identified the source of the life-ending stress. 
And so people can be tricked into looping anger and frustration and fear and full alert awareness of oncoming death. Because those are the real circumstances that so many people are experiencing. And so anywhere we find ourselves in conflict, our first priority is recognizing the true source of the conflict. And there are a lot of new and different ways that we have to do that as opportunistic individuals who use violence to get what they want and large and small organizations of people coordinating violence at community and population levels. They know just how to get this done as long as we're not looking more closely and compassionately and courageously at it. Being abled is a form of being disabled. When we are targeted past a certain threshold of physical disablement, it is natural and legitimate, especially considering the kinds of targeting being implemented, that we would feel as disabled people that the able-bodied are so cruel and so heartless and so neglectful. And then, of course, some of them are demonstrating how they are out to get us. But able-bodied people are not out to get disabled people. And most able-bodied people are not even out to mindlessly take advantage of disabled people by ignoring them and benefiting from the fruits of community or the fruits of the system that use and extract from the bodies of those who are disabled in order to support those who are supposedly not disabled and yet able-bodied people are being used in this way by trafficking organizations, by colonial imperialist interests that have been trafficking living beings since time immemorial. People who seem able-bodied are being actively targeted with specific forms of disablement that allow them to be used against people who are more disabled and allow them to be blamed for the harms we're experiencing while being unable to meet the challenges of the harms they're experiencing. When trafficking organizations are doing this purposely, 
the most important thing for all of us to focus on together is communicating calmly and simply and patiently and to always center the very best we can do in respecting one another and learning to better respect one another. This kind of misunderstanding is used to trick all of us into thinking that intensifying our communications could, could possibly work when it does not because all are under such intensive levels of stress as it ticks up and ticks up the body increasingly loses function anywhere we see that calm and patience and steadiness are missing we know that the most important of those communications will not be achieved People who are the very most disabled are astonishingly able-bodied. When you are targeted with disablement in any way, whether it's directly and personally, or whether it's because you're part of a certain population or a certain community, The experiences you have change what your body is and what it can do, but we have all been profoundly misled about our body's capacities for physical recovery and for adapting and exapting to our environmental circumstances in ways that give us powerful new skill sets, powerful new understandings, that if we are not aware of those changes in our bodies, if we don't know how to maximize our honorable use of these tools that are manifesting from the physical experiences of our bodies, then we end up misusing those powers and misidentifying the reasons for our own behaviors because we have been given powerful gifts, but we have been affected by terrible misunderstandings about certain symptoms or certain expressions And so the disabled are also more abled than able-bodied people. And able-bodied people are also more disabled than disabled people. And unless we take the time to sort this thing out together, we have quite a conundrum on our hands.
when we prioritize collaborative solutions that prevent human trafficking operations from occurring in our environments. We get to successfully muck up their plans. We get to connect with one another in the most resonant ways. We get to make friends. We get to build together. We get to share food. We get to sing and make art. We get to dance. Because all our ambient infrastructure can be dedicated to strengthening our relationships. All our infrastructure can be committed to refusing to engage in disablement so that we are always facilitating life energy and recovery and nourishment and joy 